Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by my online courses. Like what you're hearing so far on the podcast and can't wait to get started organizing your home, wardrobe, kids, or schedule? I get it. Head over to everythingwithstyle.com and click on the online courses tab to get started now on your organization transformation. Each course is loaded with before and after photos for inspiration, videos, and checklists to keep you on track to accomplishing your goals in three simple steps. Everything you need to go from crappy to happy is inside those courses, and they were designed with busy moms of littles in mind. So check out those helpful online courses at everythingwithstyle.com and get ready to feel less stressed and more organized today. Okay, on to the show. Hi, I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? (laughs) No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. I'm so excited you're joining me today because I have a special guest on who has fired me up about what she does. I'm so excited to introduce you, if you don't already know, to the amazingly talented Liberty Worth. Liberty, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I'm so excited to join you. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm a huge fan of your work as of recently because we were connected through a mutual friend, Amy. Thanks, girl. I will (laughs) be like sending you a fruit basket soon. Amy connected us because you had actually reached out because you are an awesome artist. I'm so excited to dive in and share with people exactly what you do. A lady of many talents. And I'm thrilled because she 
introduced us online and said that we should just chat about collaborating because you are an artist who helps people take sentimental items and things that are super meaningful to them and create works of art with that. And I'll definitely let you go into more detail about exactly what you do. And again, have so many other talents as well that we'll talk about later, but you had reached out online and just said to your community, do you guys know any professional organizers or somebody who I might be able to chat with who this could be of interest or value to them or their clients? And so she said, oh, you should connect with Paige Killian. And I'm so glad that this worked out because as soon as I started going down the rabbit hole that is Liberty's artwork, I just got really, really excited and immediately reached out to you to be a guest on the podcast. So thank you for saying yes. Oh, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about what it is that you do. And I do just want to mention, I love that this is the, you're going to wrap us up on this final episode for the thankfulness series in the month of November. And as I said, you take a lot of sentimental items and turn them into work of art. And I think that the sentimental items and all of the memories is something that we can really be thankful for, especially in this crazy time of COVID and some people still quarantining. And I think to have these sweet memories to look back on in an artistic kind of way is something that we for sure can be thankful for. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah. So I am a textile artist and that sounds really fancy and not everyone understands what that means, which basically it means I'm an artist that works with fabrics. And I do both quilts for beds. They are not traditional. They are very untraditional, but quite modern in their aesthetic. And I also do wall art. I have a piece in a, in a museum here in Santa Monica, in a children's museum. And so I, I kind of run the range of all different types of work. But the reason I got connected with Paige was just because I was thinking, gosh, I think there's more people who want to tap into this idea of, you know, we're all at home, we're cleaning out our closets, we're going, oh, what am I going to do with this? And you look at that thing that you don't fit anymore, but it, you wore it to that special thing, or your grandma gave it to you, or it's whatever it is, and you don't really have a use for it but you don't want to say goodbye to it. And so a lot of these items for many years, actually, I have been making memory quilts for people. So when a loved one passes away, or if it's an anniversary, I, people will bring me in to make an heirloom for their family. And it was really only recently that I thought I, I need to find, you know, the people like, like you really, who are helping people go through their closets, helping people get rid of some of those things, but you're also, in a very personal place with them. And it's very intimate and there's things they wanna hang on to, but they don't have a use for it now. So I'm really excited we met that because I think that there's a really neat connection point. Absolutely, and girlfriend, I was jumping out of my skin here a couple of times, like very excited to say, yes, when we're going through things, we just recently did a move and I was telling you about some things like you totally think you're an organized, clean, tidy person until you take the dust from six years that have been living <laughs> in places yeah. and bring it to your new house. And you're like, whoa. So I have definitely been living the purge living that lifestyle right now, trying to decide what actually my husband's father passed away a while back and we had a lot of stuff in a storage unit for him and are now 
trying to find ways to incorporate things that were his that we don't want to get rid of into some sort of way to display that. And again, I just jumped on this opportunity to chat with you and share this with some of my clients as well, because it was super interesting to me what you do. And so I like also that you talked about the textiles and these are, these are nice. Can you explain if somebody wanted to commission you for a project, whether it be a quilt that is functional, which I love because you can curl up with and be cozy in these chillier months or a piece of amazing wall art. Can you talk about some of those textiles that you use? Because sometimes there's like the stretchier, thinner t-shirts that maybe don't hold up as well. What you really specialize in is these heirloom pieces, these pieces that are going to last for a really long time that you're going to hand down to your kids and your grandkiddos are going to be curled up with these or have these displayed beautifully in their homes. Can you talk about specifically some of your favorite textiles to work with? Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because I think initially my husband came into marriage with quilts and I didn't, I had never really been around quilts. And so I think my mom had made one once that she hated later, you know, but uh, you know, you see those old fabrics that some of us have as heirlooms and they're really treasured fabrics. They're, you know, they seem like, what were these? What was this? This had a past life. So what I want to do is help create timeless things for people. There are definitely people who make t-shirt quilts and I've done them before. They're, they're not as fun to make, but I, cause I really focus on the art side of this, but I've used corduroys from jackets and pockets from jeans. And so sometimes I'll, if it's a memory quilt, like a big one with a large amount of landscape, you know, I'll I'll include some of those real detailed aspects of clothing. But sometimes it's things like a scarf that you got in Italy when you traveled and what are you going to do with it now? You know, it's definitely not your style anymore. Or I was just recently given some saris from India. Like this woman was like, I'm not going to wear these, you know, but she, you know, from travels. And so I think travel memories are a big one. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge traveler. And so I will not now these days, <laughs> but I, I love oh, So depressing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Immediately you said that about Italy and I was like, I want to go to Italy and get a <laughs> scarf. <laughs> All these places. But you know, as as I have traveled, I have, you know, picked up little things and I, I have them and, and they have such a deep level of memory for them. I always say this, but I say textiles hold memory and whether it's the memory of the person who wore the item or the place where you got it or how it was given to you, or if it was a gift, if it wrapped around a gift or whatever that is, those memories are valuable. They're the most valuable thing we have. You know, like I, I always and we're focusing on like my kids and I'm like, I'm going to give them memories more than anything else because oh, for me, I love that, that. yeah, like I, it's just, it's those things that are intangible. And for some reason I can't quite figure out why per se, but textiles do that. They hold those things and they have smells attached to them. They have like these sites that like bring, they bring you into flashbacks. And so I love, I mean, I especially love working with cottons and, but there's like wool things and all sorts of silks that I find ways to use. I'm, I'm not too picky. I, like I said, I don't love working with t-shirts just because they're, they're not really fun to work with, honestly, Mm -hmm. but I have been known to include them even in some of my favorite works. That is so cool. And I love that you mentioned that about the saris. Uh, Did you ever see that movie with Katherine Heigl, 27 dresses when she was the bridesmaid in all those weddings? I think I did. Yeah, I think so. Okay. 
I just had a flashback to that movie because in the years you and I were talking about, you guys just celebrated your 20th wedding anniversary. We celebrated over the summer, our 14th wedding anniversary. And in those early days when we were first getting married, all of our friends were getting married too. And I have been a bridesmaid. (laughs) I think I've been a bride, not 27, but I definitely think that it was for sure 12, if not like 15 bridesmaids. Um, And so in two of them, I wore saris. So Ah. two of my best girlfriends, I wore saris. And that's so cool because typically, you know, this Tennessee girl is not going to rock a sari all the time. And so that's such a cool thing to have a quilt, have these treasures. And I'm actually, I'm totally, you know, Taz Adiksha, I'm calling you guys after this and telling you, you need to look at Liberty stuff because they have lots of saris and uh, different things that I'm sure there are not enough days of the year to wear all of these incredible, beautiful things that they have. And when you said that about how textiles can really evoke the sentimental feelings, I feel like you said it better. What did you say? Uh, Well, I say they hold memories. Hold memories. There it is. That's what I was grasping for. Thank you. It really is true. And I think having these special events in our life, whether they were super formal events or very casual events, they make up the fabric of our lives. And I think that you take those memories and create these works of art that are going to tell stories for many, many years to come. And I just love that. Yeah, I love it. I feel like it's such an honor to be called in to step into that place with people. Sometimes it's people who are grieving. And I, um, having walked through grief myself, I feel like I I see what a huge honor it is to be called into that place. But, you know, there's celebrations, there's all sorts, but life is life, you know, and, and there are many, like, even when you don't think about it, there are many textiles that surround our lives. And it's a real honor to be given the chance to work with these things for people and to turn them into art and to give them a new, fresh beauty is really exciting. That's so special. I really love what you do. And uh, we talked right before we hit record, we talked a little bit about how my husband and I have this fun tradition of every year for our anniversary, we choose to go with either the traditional or the modern theme for that year. And we were talking to about uh, that random seventh year. It was copper and wool and our anniversary is in the summertime. And I'm like, what in the world am I going to do? And I told you, I had this fun situation where a dear friend of mine, his name is Keith from college. He was the lead singer of this group called copper. And I was like, oh my gosh, he lives in California now. How cool would it be if I had him come and surprise my husband and do a little concert that would check off the copper box. And I also got a blanket made that had a wool blend and I had stitched on it the seven year itch. (laughs) And so then whenever I was telling you about that, you mentioned, actually, I have worked with those fabrics before. And I just think that is the coolest thing. So to take, like you said, where you can have memories of past loved ones, and then you can have anniversary memories. And, you know, I was even thinking about when we got engaged, the dress that I wore, the tie that he wore, I still have those. And they're so sentimental. Girl, I cannot fit into that dress that I wore. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But you don't get rid of it. (laughs) And so, you know, putting it, putting all of those things, like I said, it's, it's like the fabric of our lives. And then just, I can imagine curling up 
on the couch with that. I just, I just love that. I love what you do. So love that function, love the, the form of it and the beauty of it. But here's something that I want to pivot with. And this is something that I loved whenever, like I said, went down the rabbit hole of learning what is Liberty? What is her work? What is her art and what drives her? And I just kept seeing such acts of service on your website and in your work. And not only like you mentioned, you feel like this is such a special honor for you to be able to do this for people, create these things for people. I have been crying on the floor with clients before in their, you know, closet floor, because it is a really intimate thing to be going through some of this and purging some stuff and finding a way to hang on to some of these things in a really special way. I love that. Talk a little bit about what it means to you to kind of have that servant's heart. I noticed that when Corona hit, you immediately decided I am going to roll out as many masks as I possibly can and give these to people in need. Not only that, you paused for a moment, a quick moment to hit record. And you guys, I'm going to have to include the link to this YouTube video that she did. It was so brilliant. She really broke down the steps to making a mask. If that's something that you want to do for yourself, or if you want to make these as well, I thought, oh my goodness, I I got a sewing machine not that long ago. I might even be able to do that. That's so cool. Can you talk a little bit about what really drives you to do this? And as far as service goes, yeah, you know what? I mean, I'm motivated just by giving. I just, I really am. It, it, it drives me. There's a really beautiful quote that I, I bring up quite often, and it's, I cannot remember the name of the guy, but I can, I'll get it to you so you can get it. But um, yes. it's talent is conscious of its own abundance and does not object to sharing. Oh, and wow. Isn't that that's, beautiful? That's good. I got the little yeah, chill bumps there. Right. I like it. And the reality for me is like, there's enough to go around, you know, and there's so, the only reason that people are in need is because we're not all sharing. And so I, when I was, I started making the mask and I realized that there was a hundred different ways and way people were doing way, you know, nicer videos in mine. Oh my gosh, that video was embarrassing. But I love I'm not that video. No, thank you. I needed like, that video to be the way that it was. I was all about that video. It was like so of the moment. <laughs> but the reality is that, like, you know, I, I, I don't believe in withholding. I just don't. And I think that when we are generous with one another, we all benefit. And there's, like that quote says, like there, there's just you know, I, I come from a place of faith. I'm a person of faith. And you know, that that's very deep seated within me, but I think at a level that everyone can relate to that, you know, there just, there is enough to go around and creativity is something like I, I spend every day trying to be creative and I don't run out of ideas. And so if I share the ones I have, more people are going to benefit and there's going to be new ideas for me. And, you know, being selfish does nobody any good, you know? I love that. I love it so much. And I can't help. So I don't know if you know this about me, but before I became an organizer, I was a kindergarten teacher for 10 years. Okay. Later, a few years in second grade as well. But my business was born from inspiration from these little kindergartners and I do everything in threes. So I have this thing called the three E's philosophy. And I say that a lot of us, you know, our struggle to get organized and purging the clutter and all of that is because we feel like it can be this really overwhelming task. And it can be if you have a lot to do, but if you can really simplify it 
to those three simple steps. And I used to talk about how in kindergarten, I would just give my kindergartners three simple steps and it would move whatever it was that we were working on. It would move it forward, but it wouldn't be so overwhelming that we'd kind of have that, you know, paralysis by analysis feeling. And I, I love that you know, we talk about when I said that I was a kindergarten teacher, you're reminding me about how um, I was thinking about that Robert Fulgum, I think is his name, who says, oh, all yeah. I ever needed to know I learned in kindergarten. kindergarten. Yeah. And I think about, I really, you know, that's where you learn to share. That's yeah. where you learn to get along with people yeah. and, you know, not to be selfish. And as littles, we totally are selfish. And then we come into this world and we realize, just like you said, that abundance and giving and serving and it comes back to you. And I love too, that you said that you get to be creative every day. You really try to be creative every day and you never run out of ideas. And I can remember in kindergarten when a kid might say, and I totally use this line on my kids too. And they say, mom, I'm bored. I'm like, Oh, great minds are never bored. So, <laughs> so I say, no guys, there's gotta be something we can do or let's do something for somebody else. Like, can you write a sweet note to somebody today? Can you do that? You won't be bored with that. My daughter is an artist. Oh, she would love you and what you do. My daughter is an artist. I am not. <laughs> My husband is very artistic. So thank goodness she got that from him. But she can just turn out these incredible works of art. And I'm like, babe, these are so cool and they will bless other people. So go do a sketch, go draw something, do, you know, and let's, let's give that to somebody as a gift. So I love the things that you said, because I feel like these are just basic things that we're learning as kids, as a very young age. And sometimes as we get older, we get distracted or we forget those things. And so I love that this sounds like something that you're practicing on a daily basis. I love it. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think it, it's a lifestyle really. And I love that. And I'm looking for opportunities to, to do that. I, you know, prior to COVID, I, I love, I would go to, there's some local shelters that I would go to and help teach the young women to sew or, you know, do art with them. And I just, I mean, I love teaching too. I'm, I'm not a school teacher, but I'm an after school teacher. And uh, love that. yeah, so I feel like I'm just never more excited than after I've you know, given something. Isn't it a joyful feeling? It gives you the warm fuzzies. Yeah. Yeah. And that's honestly, that's why Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday too. Cause I feel like it's just one of those, it's that time where we just think of, you know, we use our words to give to other people and to give thanks. Yeah. That's so perfect. Ooh, that was good. I'm glad that made it in there. Thanksgiving <laughs> has always been my favorite too. Partly the food. Let's be real. <laughs> Loving the food, this Tennessee girl. Oh my goodness. But also just the community being together and really taking that moment to talk to our family members and our friends. If you have friends giving, that's always fun. If you have a friend join you too. And just, you know, really chatting about what it is that God's done for you in the year. And sometimes even the, the hardships and good heavens, COVID oh my, you know, the global pandemic, what kind of blessings I just did an episode a couple of weeks ago about what blessings have come from 2020 that were totally unexpected in all of this craziness. Yeah, and I think some really wonderful ones. Yeah. I think lots of people have found some really hidden gems that we were not expecting. Yeah. So this is so great. And you mentioned too about finding the opportunities. And before we go, I have to ask you, will you also tell us about that super cool project that you did? I think you mentioned that it was in downtown LA where you did some neighborhood beautification. 
Can you tell us yeah. a little bit about that? Yeah, that was a really fun one. I had my studio. It was, um, it was not the studio I have now, but I had a studio in a neighborhood that was in need of beautification. It did, we don't, you know, this is urban, urban Los Angeles and there's not parks everywhere and there's not all these wonderful things. So the neighborhood in the little community, the people said, all right, we're going to do this. They called it the coloring book plaza and someone, they, had a muralist paint on the sidewalk, all these color, like, you know, outlines for kids to do chalk drawings and asked if I would make a piece that would cover this horrible telephone pole that was right in the middle of it. I think I also made one that covered a little tiny, one of those electrical boxes. So it was really fun. I, I was so excited. I'm such a street art fan. I'm, I'm definitely an urban girl at heart. And I love, I love the inspiration and I love the idea of art that's put out there for free. And there, we have a lot of really inspiring artists here in LA. So I was really excited to be included. And I went out, measured that pole, like made this piece and then stitched it to the pole. I, you know, I, I was like, what does it look like after, you know, weather comes by and dogs be on it and all that stuff. And um, it was fun. I watched it. We'd drive by it all the time. And, and eventually it got real faded and I just, I replaced it. It's probably time for another replacement actually. But the next time I replace it with something different that also matched the plaza, it's just, you know, my gift to the neighborhood. Oh, that's so cool. And I'm going to have to tell my husband about this too, because he really loves street art. He has a few oh. favorite artists and he's actually commissioned some work from some really cool street artists. And now that we've, we've moved that into too. our, yeah. yeah, now that we moved into our new home, he's, he has an office space and he also has, uh, is wanting to take some of our garage space and do a wall of like a workout area, but have some really cool inspirational stuff from these amazing street artists. So that's really cool. I have to tell him about you and what you've done. And uh, I can even remember he really introduced, like I said, my daughter is such an artist, really appreciates that. And so he took her and they watched this really awesome artist do this incredible mural. And and the artist thanked him and said, thank you for bringing your daughter. Gosh, at the time, I think she was probably five, six, maybe. Yeah. So about my son's age. And she just, I mean, she was just, entranced watching this guy do his thing. And it was so cool and so meaningful. And so I really think that it, how cool would it be in the future if she grows up and, and decides to do something special like that to give back yeah. to the community. So I love that you said that about street artists and giving free art. That's so cool. It's just another way to serve the community. And, and that really does our heart well. I mean, I don't think I could have had a more perfect guest to come on to, to round out the thankfulness series. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for the work that you do. And please tell us and the listeners if they're interested in not only just seeing what you do, but connecting with you or commissioning some of your amazing work. Can you tell them where to find you, your website, your Instagram? What's the best way to reach you? Yeah. So my website is libertyworthart.com. It's Liberty worth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and then the same actually is for Instagram and I'm pretty active on Instagram and I, I love connecting with people that way too. So it's at Liberty worth art. Awesome. And I will for sure put that information in the show notes. So you guys can easily click on that and connect with Liberty and see all of the incredible works of art that she has done with these sentimental and amazing bits of our lives and creating art with that. I just think it's so cool. So thank you so, so much. I oh, this was so fun. <laughs> yeah. I really, really appreciate you being on today and I look forward to chatting with you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot.
Well, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. And I will chat with you guys on the next episode. Bye, Liberty. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.